Hey guys, <laughs> welcome to Let's Fucking Talk. I'm Lauren and I am crying. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Um, don't be alarmed. Wow. <laughs> okay. I just finished watching um, Stutz, which is the Jonah Hill documentary on Netflix, and. I have been crying for an hour and 35 minutes straight. <sighs> um, it's so fucking beautiful. And I can't sit here and explain the whole thing. And I can't even explain why it's making me feel this way. But you absolutely have to watch it. Um, I also should be transparent and tell you that I did take a microdose today. So that could be why... My heart seems to be busted wide open currently. <laughs> so, holy shit. Um, I literally, the movie ended and I ran upstairs to record this because, as I've said on every podcast for the last six weeks, I'm in the middle of just this very fast paced and expansive healing um all the things that I've been working on are integrating and I keep having these moments where like in a period of a day or two I'll get these very strong messages and I'll I'll just be presented with these messages over and over and over in like a 24-hour period and it just feels like I'm being like, very lovingly yelled at, and I'm just learning so much and realizing so much and fully grasping things for the first time in a really long time, even though I've been hearing this stuff forever. So I had to come here and share some of those with you. So first of all, yesterday I had the second um, for the second time, I went to a event that is held by a group of women in Orlando, and it's a sacred women's circle, and they've been doing it kind of aligned with the chakras, and I missed the first one because I didn't know they existed, but I started at the sacral chakra, which was about healing your womb and I made an episode about that. It was so profound. And these events seem to always happen very... Um, what's the word? What's the word? These events seem to happen... <laughs> I'm just... I'm <clears throat> at a loss for words, apparently. What's the word when things happen, like... This is so annoying. Um, it's not coincidental. 
Oh my god, it's it happens like just in these it just always seems to be very like synchronous with themes that are happening in my life. Like these events happen on the exact perfect day for some reason. So that event was yesterday and for the last week I've been having some struggles with um I mean, I've been feeling this for a couple months now, but just kind of feeling a little bit lost. Like, I know there's a path for me, and it's like I can't see it. Like, I get this visual of, like, a forest, and I know there's a very obvious path for me, but it's, like, covered in trees, and I can't see which one it is. I can't see which way to walk, so I'm, like stuck and I'm frozen like I can't take the first step because like which way is the path how do I step forward what do I do and for me personally I think that's caught up in the idea of perfectionism and feeling like I have to be a certain way or a certain person or whatever to take these steps forward and yesterday at this event um, this girl who is also named Lauren spoke about ego and she helped lead us through a journaling exercise and part of her message was just so powerful and exactly what I needed to hear so she spoke about the idea that ego our egos their its mechanism is to protect us and that's really beautiful and ego is not something it's spoken about very negatively quite often so it feels like Ego is something we have to fully remove or something that we should be, like, angry towards. Um, And it should be our mission to demolish it. But it actually has a really beautiful purpose. And it's more about harnessing the right type of protection from our ego and not allowing it to overprotect and keep us, like, in a box away from the entire world and away from experiences um, and love and pain and all these things. So... She was talking about that box, which is the ego. And that one is kind of obvious when you start to do, like, work on yourself. And what is not as obvious is how often that box shapeshifts. And and then we think we're out of our ego. And all that happened is now we're in a new box. And it's disguised as whatever. But it's still a box. And for her, and this aligns exactly with me, is the new box she stepped into was spirituality, healing, um, and what that looks like. And I have struggled with that so much. And I feel like it's even held me back in my coaching business because I look towards people who do similar things or who are spiritual or who practice certain modes of healing and helping people and there seems to be a generic framework for what that person looks like they're really soft-spoken like they're almost whispering all the time and I'm like why are you whispering what are we whispering about I'm loud as shit they don't curse they don't like sometimes infuse like humor into the way they speak they dress a certain way. They seem to eat a certain way. 
avoid certain like parts of life like they don't go out every once in a while like there's just this generic version of what a spiritual person a healing person looks like and this girl Lauren when she was talking about it she was saying for her like she was overthinking like can I am I not spiritual am I not worthy of helping others because I have a drink once a week or because I post certain photos on social media and it just aligned so deeply with me because I have that struggle because I look towards people who I think are doing the things that I want to be doing and I'm like we don't look anything alike we don't talk alike we don't act alike and I have fallen into like do I have to is that why things are not making sense for me because I'm not acting that way or speaking that way or I just have like this spunky attitude sassiness about me that people don't seem to have who are in the same line of work that I want to be doing and for this girl Lauren to share and talk about how that is another box that we've accidentally found ourselves in was such a relief and it hit home and I just had to share that with you guys because ultimately if you're not just being yourself however that comes through you have now found yourself in a new box and that box could be anything for you motherhood partnership whatever job you want to step into um the ego is so tricky and so such a strong force that it continues to put you into different boxes even when you think you found your way out of one of them and when the best way to know that you are not in another box is to be yourself fully and authentically and accept yourself that way and know that the people who are for you will be drawn to that So for so long, I've thought, is my life coaching business not taking off the way I wanted to because I'm not whispering and wearing flowy yoga pants and not cursing and I'm not vegan? Like, what the fuck am I talking about? And then also, I'm creating this box out of purely things I see on social media or on TV and how the fuck do I know what those people are really like? And that's, and this is not a negative thing, but I think a lot of people who are, you know, practicing spirituality and and helping others heal um, don't share their own struggles and their own hurt. And that's not a bad thing. Some That's more effective for some people. Maybe some people don't want to go to someone who shares that part of themselves. Like, there is someone for everyone. And I don't mean that, like, in a relationship way, but just the people you're drawn to. That's okay if that is not attractive to you and that that typical spiritual person is more attractive to you. That's fine. But... (laughs) I created a box based on people who I don't even know and based on a persona that 
they very well may embody 99% of the time, but they struggle too. And the only thing I know for sure about me is that my purpose is to show the struggle. That is my purpose. That is the way that I will help others. And for me not to be radically honest and to me not to just be myself doesn't make any sense. So by trying to be this version of a spiritual person or a healing person or someone who wants to help others by hiding away me and my stuff, that literally doesn't make any sense. And that's just what I'm, I'm again, in the last 24 hours and in the last 20 minutes since watching this documentary um, are all just becoming so obvious to me. So this documentary that I'm talking about, Stutz, on Netflix, it's Jonah Hill's documentary, and he's basically interviewing his therapist. And this is a man who is 75 years old. He is saying the most beautiful, profound things. Like, he has such incredible ideas to share about healing and being happier with yourself and, like, truly living a better life. He's so smart. He, I could just obviously see that he is a wonderful therapist. And through this documentary, you learn about him. And he is someone who is also flawed and deals with pain and has the same silly coping mechanisms that keep us all trapped sometimes. And it was just that reminder of the message I just heard yesterday of, I don't have to be perfect to show up for others. And in fact, I really think that my purpose is to outwardly show my imperfection in order to help others. Everyone has a purpose and everyone has a route to that purpose and it will present itself in different ways. And I absolutely have to get the fuck out of my own way of thinking that until I never have another issue again, until I'm 100% healed, I can't help others. And it's crazy because I allow so much space for imperfection in others and I hold so much space and empathy for other people's imperfections and anyone who comes to me for life coaching, for healing, for advice, for love, for comfort, I would never ask that someone be perfect. And I would never ask for someone not to show me all of their parts, the good, the bad. But yet I hold myself to that standard. And I think that's just part of the human condition. But it's it's absolutely insane. And it's really showing me that this stuckness that I feel like I don't know what direction to step because I don't even know what stepping forward looks like is only based off of this idea of being the perfect version of what I'm trying to present. All the while knowing me sharing the parts of me that are not perfect is how I've helped others up to this point. I'm there doesn't have to be a format for the healer, the spiritual person. People help other people in all different ways and for all different reasons. And everyone has their certain gifts. And 
even though I know it, I have to remind myself that my gift is sharing my shit to make other people feel understood and seen and heard and the opposite of my version of helping others is being perfect. That's not helpful at all. That's what makes other people feel so bad all of the time, especially in the age that we live in. This comparison to others and this feeling of other people are perfect or other people have figured it out when in fact everyone's fucking lying. No one has it figured out. And it is my purpose to cut the bullshit and show up as I am with my flaws in the middle of my healing journey and still be able to help others because of these things, not in spite of these things. I'm out here fucking preaching in this closet. Microdosed, crying, I mean, wow. I'm like, am I releasing this or is this just something I listen to for myself? I guess we'll find out. Um, and then I wanted to share, I don't want to really talk about this movie too much because I'm forcing you to go watch it yourselves. Um, and if you're able to microdose, (laughs) please do, because it really seems to fucking hit. Um, but there was a quote that I want to share and wrap up this stream of thought with. So he said, your quest for fairness puts your life on hold. And I audibly yelled in my house when he said that. And it's tied to the concept and the idea of waiting for life to be fair. Waiting for people who hurt us to change, to apologize, to do right by us. Waiting to get the outcome at work we think we expect. Waiting to just... Get these things that we ultimately won't always get. And I know how many people struggle with the idea of closure. And I think that this quote exactly represents what seeking out fairness and closure can do to us. And it really can keep us just fully stuck because we're depending on something external to help us move forward. And for as long as the answer for you to move forward is outside of you, you will not move forward. We, especially if we've experienced great pain or suffering because of someone else, the reality is, There is no fairness in that. There is no apology. There is no version of them changing that fixes that. And it's one of those things in life where, unfortunately, someone else's, ultimately their own pain, has caused you pain now. And now it's your job to work on it. And the only positive way to kind of see that is These are the lessons you were brought here to learn. And those lessons, should you take the responsibility of diving into them, will move you forward. And it's through learning that 
nothing external can help you or make you happier, that you will find all this love inside yourself because that's the only thing that moves you forward is the healing and the journey and the love with yourself. So, oh, I just had to get that out. These are all things that were spinning around in my brain while I was watching this documentary. And again, just kind of that pattern of these messages being like very obviously presented to me back to back in a very short period of time. Um, So I hope this makes any version of sense. I'm just here cuddling with my cat in my closet. Um, so, yeah, I hope (laughs) any of this resonates, um, but it just felt profoundly important to share because I think a lot of us get stuck because if it can't be perfect, how do we move forward? How are we supposed to do something that's imperfect? Or how are we supposed to do something that doesn't have an obvious answer or an obvious outcome? And all of these things, the closure we're looking for, the box we put ourselves in, all of those are tied to trying to protect ourselves and our ego trying its best to protect itself. But... I challenge you to challenge your ego and know that you will be safe even by stepping into these places of fear. And through encountering fear is how you master the cycle of stepping forward in uncertainty. Uh, Another quote that was said in this movie, and it's the last thing I'll wrap up with, is true confidence is being able to sit in uncertainty. And that resonated with me so much because right now I'm so uncomfortable and feeling a huge lack of confidence in the fact that I don't know how to step forward. Like, I feel on the brink of getting all these beautiful things and finally being on my path, but then it feels like I'm supposed to be doing something to get there, and I have no fucking idea what it is. So my practice currently is surrender and to stop trying to overanalyze and overthink everything and be present and take things literally one day at a time and know that Every day that I'm existing and surrendering and being open is the step forward. There's this obsession with action and like, what are you doing? Especially, this is something I put on myself. And sometimes you're in action. Your rest, your reflection is the space in which you create the momentum to jump when the moment presents itself. And while we're trying to obsessively look for a moment, create a moment, that's not how moments happen. They happen 
all on their own. Not because they're created or obsessed over or brought out of this place of desperation. So, go watch Stutz. And I hope my microdosed stream of consciousness consciousness <laughs> made any sense at all. <laughs> Feels a little unhinged, I'm not going to lie, but that's okay. Sometimes that's where the magic happens. So I love you guys, and we will talk soon.